Ah, I think I'm late. Am I late? Yeah, I'm late. Jeez. I'm sorry, I'm two minutes late. <laughs> anyway, anyway, everybody, welcome to Everything Goes. Um, hopefully, this will sound a lot better. I had to get a new mic. The mic I had apparently uh, bought the biscuit, so I um, went and got another one. Yeah, it sounds perfect. Yay, there we go. We're back in the saddle. The um, Yeah, I think what happened was the base in this thing uh, burned out for whatever reason. Um, hey, I, hi, welcome everybody. Welcome to the show. Um, I'll give everybody a couple minutes to get in here. The uh, Yeah, the mic apparently pooched on me and I wasn't aware of it because uh, no matter what I did, it uh, seemed to sound like I was talking out of a tunnel. So, and what was interesting, though, I got to tell you what's interesting about all the situation. Um, the numbers were never higher than they have been in the last two shows as far as people downloading the show. So the content must have been really good and, and overrode the uh, <laughs> overrode the shitty sound. Uh, so, yeah, so it, uh, it seems like the... Um, which I found a little ironic, you know, the show sounded like shit and, but the people were still downloading the shows. <laughs> and again, a uh, uh, um, record number of people downloading the shows. It wasn't just a few here or there. It was like uh, on an average week, you get about 1200 people downloading per show. Uh, it was like 1500 and up. So it, it's, people are, 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 are sharing the show, which is good. And I'm grateful for that. Um, so again, anyway, today I'm going to talk a little bit about some stuff, uh, different kind of things and how technology is becoming more and more a prevalent problem. Um, yeah, well, as I said, I had to buy a new mic cause the mic I had pretty much died. Uh, the, um, the, the thing that's been going on in the, constant perspective of perpetuating war against mankind there's a there's a book out called the first global revolution report by the council of the club of rome it was written in 1991 and a friend of mine sent this to me and i i um i um went to look at it and i was reading the chapter actually and i was really wasn't so surprised uh, about it in the sense that um, it's not something I haven't seen before written in other, in other narratives in other places, but it definitely um, it's definitely worth looking into when you realize the events that are going on around us um, today I think three petrol plants in Mexico caught fire um you know, uh, so uh, another three fires in Mexico. And if you look at everything that's been going on in the United States, it's been a big circular pattern. And it's been primarily in areas either of natural resources or food supply. I find that a little bit, you know, coincidental. I'm always seizing people in my group when they find certain things, they send them to me. I say, oh, you're just a tinfoil tin hat person you know this is this is you're just into this uh controversial stuff it's you know it's 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 nothing new 
nothing unusual. It's another day in paradise where they're, they're destroying the resources and they're destroying the food supply. These are this is a well planned uh, assault. I said, I don't know why you guys are worried about it, and they just start laughing, you know, because again, this is what's going on. Uh, hey, look at that greens from Colorado. Great. Well, hello, Colorado. Um, whenever we see these events going on today, it shouldn't really surprise us anymore. And the main thing that I've often said and have been saying repeatedly, never, never, never trust your government ever. The interesting thing about all this, the themes are out there to destroy mankind is that they're ba blaming mankind for all the problems and all the woes that the planet has. But in all reality, the problems that we all have as, as people on the planet is the governments, the corporate governments, they're controlling, being controlled by corporations, the billionaires that have made money on poisons and toxins that they have engaged and initiated for everybody to use so that this is how they sustain their wealth. Rockefeller, uh, the Rockefeller institutions, they, they initially were uh, using alternative remedies and then started going into pharmaceutical and shooting down the alternative remedies. As a result, we're now in a position of being poisoned daily by prescription drugs and by foods that have chemicals in them that shouldn't have or genetics in their foods that shouldn't be there. In the last 60 years uh, or so, people have been uh, continually breaking down and getting sick. And when Codex Elementris has the authority to make food a medicine, so thereby you can only have 1% or 2% uh, nutritional value of the food, it explains so many people on the planet are suffering from all kinds of, of uh, con uh, contamination, epigenetics corruption of their whole uh, biology. So we need to understand that this is really what's going on. When I hear Klaus Schwab talk, I cringe. I literally cringe because I see this is a butcher, a butcher of mankind. When I see our prime minister in Canada running around like a little puppet on a string, I know he's his boy toy. You know, we don't have any men in, in or women in parliament that will actually represent the common man. It, that doesn't exist. You know, the idea of having a Robin Hood to protect a common common uh, guy, that's that's a that's a dream and an illusion today. You know, and we have people now falling through the cracks. And in Canada, we're the solution they are offering in Canada, oh Canada. Duh. <laughs> Gotta emphasize the duh part. Uh, is to have you commit suicide, assisted assisted death. And this is the solution. Until the system is destroyed completely and not being run by a bunch of despotic, murdering bastards in Europe and, in, and throughout the world, uh, controlling everybody's destiny, if you will, Till that's removed, till we have uh, uh, in place things that actually work without causing unnatural uh, reactions to the environment, we're always going to be in a state of perpetuated uh, death. This is a death world. This is basically a shithole designed to load up and feed poison to the to the um, 
the people that inhabit the planet. You know, that's why Jesus came along to show us you know, a, another way. But unfortunately, those that are in power have sustained and maintained their power through deception and manipulation. So a lot of you are suffering from all kinds of issues. Let's just put it this way. Everybody today has got something wrong with them. 40 years ago, that wasn't the case. You had maybe one person that was sick, nine people that were healthy. Today, you have 9.9 .9 people sick and 0.1 that, that is in, in decent shape. Everyone's being affected by nanobiotech. Everyone's being affected by genetics. Everyone's being infected by, uh, you know, some kind of epigenetic factor. How many of you are taking prescription drugs and how many of, you, how many of those drugs are you taking every day? Does that sound normal? That you have, you have to be now medicated, okay? And instead of maybe giving you a proper diet or telling you what to eat and how to eat and how to cook and or what you should be using as a dietary guidelines, why is junk food, you know, being sold today? You know, why, why is junk food being sold? Have you ever looked at junk food today and what's in it? Have you ever taken a look at your wrapper and read, read the content of what you're eating? Even these protein bars that these bodybuilding places are selling, they're all shit today. Years ago, there was a, there was a, uh, the last time I ate a protein bar was when I was down in Arizona, which was probably over 15 years ago. And it was a company called Roax, and I couldn't believe this bar. This bar was actually a protein bar. It was a whey egg protein con combination, I think, or just a straightaway isolate, something of that nature. It had coconut fat, it had um, chocolate, and it had nothing else in it. Now today, I don't know what they have because I don't eat these things anymore. But at the time, I would eat them, and I was amazed because that was one of the few protein bars on the market that actually was. A protein bar and all the other shit they're selling you they're adding soy and rice and and uh pea all highly estrogenic uh toxic as hell and this is what they're selling today as a health product for bodybuilders you know you go to the grocery store and you're going up and down the aisles and you and you read your labels for instance you read these so-called breakfast bars that they're selling again full of shit just about all of them and some parents will actually put that in their children's lunch boxes so they'll have a snack to eat. Even these bars that have all these nuts and raisins and fruits, dried fruit, they're all loaded with shit, all of them. So it's a one, no wonder that everyone's got some health issues going on when the foods that you think are naturally and healthy are actually uh, designed to sabotage you. How many of you have eaten nuts and seeds? like sunflower seeds or pistachio seeds or hazelnuts or peanuts or pumpkin seeds, and you eat a couple of them, and all of a sudden you feel this heavy, heavy, heavy weight in the gut. That's because a lot of these seeds that you're buying, like at Costco and all these other places, you're thinking you're getting a deal because you're getting a big bag at a reduced price. It's because they've been irradiated. And once you irradiate these seeds, the fiber in them changes. It almost becomes plasticized. You can barely break them down. I used to eat Perfect Bars. Yeah, then they started uh, tasting like shit. Maybe they added bugs to the recipe. Well, majority of the time, those Perfect Bars that you're talking about added soy to them. Soy is a cheap protein. 
It ain't worth a shit, but they put it in these things. And again, when you're looking at the biological value of soy, it's garbage. It's a highly, highly indigestible, highly estrogenic. Uh, again, it and it causes a, a major uh, stress on the colon and on the on the pancreas. So again, these are things that they put into these bars way back. Um, yeah. Uh, that's false advertising. Why I call it healthy food if they're loaded with crap? Well, again, most people that go to a gym to train seriously have the, the mentality of a of a gnat. They read protein in a product, and that's all they read, and they think they're getting a protein bar. And then when you show them that these proteins that they're putting in these bars are, in, are either undigestible or have a very low biological value meaning you can't absorb them correctly and then they they'll um they get caught up on the advertising campaign that these bars are protein bars they're good for you how many of you heard that spirulina was a great pro uh, protein has all eight essential amino acids and it's great and wonderful and blah da dee and blah da da and yet it's another false flag or false uh, concept because the amount of amino acids that they're saying that the body uh, needs is so low. You'd have to eat a pound of this shit in order to get any kind of real value. And the B12 that's in it is undigestible. But again, if you don't read and do enough in-depth research, you think you're getting a wonderful product. You got to remember, I went through the same thing. When Spirulina first came out, it was a sensation across the nation until you started doing some heavy-duty reading in it. And it's got a component in it that can help with a stem cell. But again, the concentration of it is so low, it would be negligible to, uh, uh, to have any effect in the system. You know, the, the same thing, um, the same thing with uh, bee pollen, the superfoods. They may have been at one point in time a valuable food supply to uh, supplement your system. But today you can't even eat them. The bees are loaded with pesticides and the honey is loaded with pesticides. So everything that is coming out of a hive today, they're manufacturing the the, um, the the pesticide components into the honey or into the bee products, even the royal jelly, everything. And these bees are mutating and a lot are dying. So um, uh, the foods that are actually good for us, uh, example, red meat and saturated fat, these fake doctors tell us, yeah, of course, that's the reason why they're so adamant about getting us away from eating meat. That's why they're so adamant about having farmers only having a limited amount of chickens for the eggs. It's all bullshit, all of it. But again, this utopian society that the billionaires of the planet want to bring in is designed to keep everybody in this, in this uh, cycle of degradation, the cycle of control, you know, uh, there was a show or a movie out called, I was a new, new world, something about the new world. And anytime they had a problem, they were popping a drug. They were regulating their biochemistry, they're regulating their brain chemistry, they're regulating their physiology so that if they were dealing with some stressful environment, they had a pill for everything. And again, it was designed to keep them in a, in a, in a means of subjugation. So. Again, everything that's being done today has been designed to subjugate 
everybody in a system that is designed to kill you anyway. It's, it's, a, it's basically funneling you into an um, uh, um, entropy. That's what this is all designed to do, funnel you into a form of entropy. Um, the, um, when we're dealing with, um, even with the, the epigenetics of this technology that they're bringing in, Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi, you know, ELFs and different frequencies that they can hit you and target you, whether you're going to a grocery store, going to a church, whether you're going to a fellowship, whether you're going to a, a mall, any place where people will highly congregate, a donut shop, a dollar store, places that you wouldn't think has technology in it. So as soon as you walk in, you can be targeted with even the lights, the frequencies that are humming into the store or into the church. Churches have it; have these crosses on them, or the or the uh, half moons, or whatever they've got on top of the the structure is an antenna that emits whatever frequencies that they're emitting. People go into a church, or go into a temple, or go into a place of worship, and they come out programmed. You know how many. Uh, during the whole epidemic nonsense, how many times have people gone into a place of worship and the administrator uh, on the pulpit was telling people to go and get the jab? Okay, how ridiculous. But how many people actually followed that? See, going to a place of worship of any kind, I don't care what it is, whether you're a Hindu, whether you believe in uh, Sikhism, whether you believe in Islam, whether you believe in Judaism, whether you believe in Christianity, Catholicism, Protestantism, uh, spirituality of whatever, it's up to you to really understand the nature of the truth of what you're listening to. Just because somebody says something, even when I'm talking on the show here, but just because I say it doesn't mean I'm right or I'm accurate. It's up to you at this point to look it, look it up. I try to give you the best and accurate information that I can give you. But I'm, sub I'm subject to making an error as well. And so, again, it's up to everyone to take responsibility for what you're listening to and, um, and to act based on the truth. That's what you got to do. How can you believe in God and put your faith in an experimental job? Well, a lot of people do. Okay, A lot of people go to church. A lot of people do believe in God. I mean, people, get, people who believe in God get surgical procedures. People believe in God will go to a doctor trusting that the doctor is trying to help them, um, you know, get better. And some of them will take prescription drugs for a short period of time. But I don't see nothing wrong with that if it's a limited time, not a perpetuating the, um, the uh, drug on a, on a forever basis. When you're hearing a minister, any kind of minister or a cleric or any kind of priest, tell a congregation to go get something that is a biological weapon or is some untested vaccine, in my humble opinion, they should have been taken out to the back 40 and, and, and you know, had, a, had a, um, a high projectile moving velocity strike their body through the temple. I mean, that's just my thinking, you know. <laughs> but anyhow, that's how I look at things. Um, the United Church in our, is now accepting maid, told the ministers to stay away from my uh, dad. Yeah. Uh, Whereabouts are you, uh, Shawnee? Are you near? Are you up near Toronto? Whereabouts are you? Uh, this is the first. United Church is doing that here? You're effing kidding me. 
Food is supposed to be our medicine, but if we can't trust the food, what do we do? Well, you neutralize the food. Grow your own. You know, I mean, okay, you understand that part of it. That's great. But now when you ask the question, uh, what do we do? That's something that you should have already figured out. Think about it. If they have hijacked your food supply, okay, obviously you're not going to be able to get your food. Uh, not, you're not going to be able to do everything. Okay, there's just there's limitations to your resources and limitations to what you can do. But whatever you can do to mitigate, then do that. Grow your own. Have an indoor garden, a box garden, a hydroponic, aquaponic. You got different concepts that you can do. But at the same token, okay, if I got to go to the grocery store to buy meat or any kind of animal protein, duck, chicken, whatever, uh, or eggs, I know that that food has got contaminants in it. I know that. I know it because I have spiked my food and I've seen shit come out of meat. I've seen shit come out of food supply. So I've neutralized it to the best I can with my tech. And then what I do is I neutralize it with components that will actually bind with the uh, bind with those components so that when I do eat whatever I'm eating, it will negate the the impact of what that that was designed to do. You know, sprouting is okay, but you got to be careful with sprouting. Again, this is something they don't tell you about sprouts. Sprouts are very high in arsenic. And that's the defense mechanism of the keep uh, predators from overgrazing an area because if they eat too much of it, it, it will make an animal sick. Same thing with people. When they eat sprouts, you can't live on that. That's just impossible. Uh, contrary to what they may tell you in the health food industry, it, it has a toxic side effect if you eat too much of it. So it's just like when they tell women to eat broccoli or Brussels sprouts to protect them from breast cancer. It just it wipes out the thyroid. So again, it's a means of uh, deception. Anything. You can eat any, you can pretty much eat anything you want if you start trying, if you start mitigating the weapon that they're putting in the food. Uh, you know, well, Teenagers need a high protein content. They need meat. They need poultry. They need uh, eggs. They need cheese. They need they need those. They, the amino profile of these foods have a high BV rating. In other words, when they eat these foods, they're going to absorb more of those proteins than if they ate a vegetable source protein. Eating rice, peas, soy—it's all that's all shit. You know, you could eat you you'll eat that, and you've done this yourselves. How many have gone to a Chinese restaurant, ordered a Chinese meal? Eight, you're full. Half hour later, you're hungry again. It just goes right through you. That's because that's what it's doing. It's going right through you. So you're not absorbing anything. So again, kids need dairy products. They need cheeses. They need ricottas. They need yogurt. They need kefir. They need real milk from a real cow's tit, not some pasteurized shit in a, in a, in a uh, grocery store. You know, um, uh, when we're looking at diets today, you know, the old joke used to be a diet was a die with a T at the end. So we're looking at today a whole different narrative. Uh, somebody sent me a video today. Uh, somebody was doing an interview with this woman named uh, Elisa. And she mentioned me in the in the video 
And these guys were talking parasites. And she quickly pointed out that the parasites we're dealing with today are of a synthetic nature. That's what's also in the food supply, synthetic biology. It's in the genetic code of most of the things you're eating. So again, it's imperative that you understand that what you're eating today isn't just what you used to think you're eating. Meat is no longer just meat anymore, whether it be lamb, goat, or cow, or game. A lot of that today has synthetic biology integrated into those, those proteins. So you're going to have to look at ways to neutralize those that technology in your food supply. If you're eating chicken, duck, pheasant, goose, or any other form of poultry, you know, uh, wild game poultry, quail and pheasant, again, a lot of these animals will have been exposed to the same technology as domestic uh, food has as well, you know. Uh, you're looking at aquatics, fish of, of any kind, depending whether it, where it's coming from. A lot of fish today also has has into it a again a genetic um, integration. Even the farm stuff that they're feeding, you know, that they're raising in farm fish farms. These also have again this technology. How to use the spike to deactivate the nano? How do you use the spike to deactivate the nano? What do you mean? <laughs> you apply it on your skin and, and pulse yourself through a high surge. Oh, from the meat. Oh, okay. What you do is get a bowl, a glass bowl or a container, even if it's one of those aluminum pans that you can buy at the store. And what you put, do is put your water. You can use tap water, distilled water, whichever you want to use. Uh, put that in there and saturate the water with salt, sea salt, Borax, TSP, anything. Saturate it, mix it up so the water's sort of on the gray side. Put your meat or your poultry in there and then put your pads on the inside. Clip them to, to the inside. Turn it on and let it let it uh, 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 spike your, your uh, animal protein. You know, um, when you spike that, and leave it there for about an hour. Leave it there for about an hour. You will see shit floating in the top. You'll see particles. You'll see clusters of aluminum concentrations. In the, I mean, it's amazing what you see. The reason why that will float, because the volume of salt that's in the water will displace the water. So whatever comes out will further rise to the surface. You will see all kinds of shit come out of the water. What you'll also see is when you do that, any meat that you're buying, whether it's veal or uh, whatever cut of meat you're looking at, you'll see that dye that they inject into that meat will, will drop to the very bottom of whatever you're, you're using as a container. Whatever that shit is, and again, I don't really know. I mean, it, it could be a red, 40 number, uh, red number 40, red number 3, who knows. But whatever that shit is will drop to the bottom, and you'll actually see the meat as gray. Okay. So that mean, it doesn't mean that the meat's bad. It just means that the meat was, was coated with a coloring agent. You'll see that gone too. And that you have no idea how, uh, how much stress you're, you're not giving the liver. In other words, if you remove this, the liver will, will function uh, better, way better. So because, again, the red dyes really are toxic and hard on the liver, very hard on the liver. So... Um, 
You know, we are, that's where we're at today. So do you shop at grocery stores or only local? Both. I, I do both. Um, I'm fortunate where I live. I have European markets. I have Asian markets. I have East Indian markets. I have um, Italian markets. I have all these different markets around me. Plus, I do have farms, and uh, I have friends that do go to the farm. I, I try to get as much of my meat as my, I can from a farmer. Uh, but sometimes I'll buy meat if I if if it's uh, I'll buy veal because I, I I I don't travel outside uh, the county too much. My vehicle is not um, not um, how would you put it reliable for local stuff. I don't mind. Um, and again. Even if I buy from the farm, it'll be cleaner than what I'm buying at the store. That's a given. But it too will be contaminated. You know, you think some of the meat is cloned. Um, I wouldn't doubt it. Uh, I don't have a problem with cloning meat either. Uh, because basically you're just, you're just taking the DNA and making it grow. It all depends what they grow it with. That could be the problem. But if it's just basically taking the meat and feeding it peptides to, again, increase the uh, the uh, protein, then I don't see a problem. But, okay, this new shit that they're talking, this is just going to be a soy-based product mixed with uh, crickets or some other uh, type of protein. And it's supposed to going to be taste, it's going to taste like meat. But you know what? Meat tastes like meat. Shit tastes like shit, you know, and that'll be that'll probably taste like shit. So, I mean, you got to remember, what was it, about 15 years ago or so, thereabouts, the U.S. sent over to the U.K. Uh, animals that were cloned. You know, the U.K. government allowed it to get in there, and, they, and someone got wind of it, and they they uh, blew the whistle on it. So I wouldn't be a bit surprised. It's been it's also been slipped into our food supply. I, it wouldn't surprise me. Just let's just put it that way. Um, why are markets better? Because they don't go through a lot of foods that you buy at the at the um, markets are coming from the farm. Grocery store stuff. A lot of it's all has been processed. It's been irradiated. It's been hit with ultraviolet. Uh, a lot of your fruits and vegetables that you're buying have been sitting there probably on the shelf for a couple of weeks. Uh, try eating an apple today. You know, you just about shatter your teeth because the um, the fibers have been irradiated, altering the protein and the sugar content to these things. So, Bill Gates making artificial meat out of cancer cells. Yeah, well, he can eat it. You know, it, he can eat it. Uh, you think we should be concerned about cesium-137? Well, if it's... If people are injected with it, I, I see that, yeah, I mean, you need to be on your on your game on that for sure. What's the rational irradiating foods? When foods are coming from other countries, the idea behind it is there may be pesticides or, not pesticides, pests or other unwanted or undesirable things that may be in the food, bacteria, mold, or whatever. So when you irradiate the food, you basically wipe out those factors you neutralize them or you kill them or you basically you know uh, shut it down and what it also does is it slows down the bacterial um effect for instance, apple apple's got sugar in it, it's got pectin so you got two components that feed bacteria so by irradiating the food you wipe out the bacteria but then also you change the composition of the fiber 
in the in the fruit so it alters it completely so that's the idea behind it so a lot of foods are for instance coming in from south america that uh, that's being imported into the u.s also gets imported to canada so what happens is they irradiate the food as it comes through the, through the border or through the processing plants and then they package it process it whatever and then they ship it wherever they're going to ship it so that's the idea behind it is to protect us from uh, potential parasites or uh, some sort of bacteria that could um, wipe out a population. But meanwhile, back at the ranch, you can now get a shot or, or a bioweapon inserted inside of you that's perfectly okay if that kills you. And it's perfectly okay that you shed whatever you're shedding on people or allowing a um, Bluetooth technology to uh, radiate, uh, creating a radioactive material from your body causing their DNA to break down. That's okay. <laughs> That's perfectly all right. Now, let's get let's get back to our minds, shall we? Let's get back to our minds. Let's get back to our our brains. Let's get back to our emotions. Let's get back to our rational thinking. Let's get back to our perceptions, you know. Um uh, what happens, see, I haven't gone through two cults. I can tell you for a fact that everyone today is being manipulated through some form of mind control, everybody. And when you watch a television show, when you listen to the radio, when you listen to the music, okay, it's the frequencies and the TV shows and the music that you're not paying attention to consciously because you're too busy being distracted whatever is going on, whether you're being uh, entertained visually or you are being entertained audially so what happens is these messages or these frequencies get in and they begin to change your chemistry now what's happened over time over time we have built many different types of antennas and towers and at the same time have loaded people up with uh integrated material that can integrate with the, our, our bio biology, whether through our organs or through our blood or through our brain or through our spine, and turning out, making people more receptive to these frequencies. That's why they were pushing carbon C60, because carbon C60 amplifies the uh, capacity for the body to act as a rece receiver or receptor. You know, they're, they're advocating zeolite for the same reason, because when you combine the aluminum and the, and the silica in it, it acts as a, again, a super antenna. And a lot of that shit doesn't come out like they tell you either. So what happens is you're, you're now being embedded with all kinds of materials like titanium dioxide, titanium borate, uh, uh, cadmium, silver, nano silver from the atmosphere, and, you know, barium and thorium and strontium and all kinds of things to break down to the body's defense mechanisms to allow these materials to embed into the system. That's half the battle. The other half is to weaken the system by, again, diminishing the bio biology of the food supply so it doesn't give the person the ability to be able to sustain their, their biology properly. So when you weaken the biology and then also cause further stress on the biology, further weakening the, our, our system, our DNA, our genetic code, then you become more receptive to voice the skull and a whole host of other things that you're, you know, you're uh, going on in your lives. How many times you get around people and you're just, you know, just happen to be there and they turn on you for no reason. 
or how many times you get into a situation that, you know, just uh, unexpectedly you, you get blindsided and now you're caught up in some sort of emotional, uh, you know, uh, exchange. And you don't even know why that happened. Or you are in a situation where <clears throat> you're doing something and all of a sudden you're wondering what, what's going you know, what happened? You know, how did you X, Y, Z this? That's all a form of mind control and frequency invasion, you know, when, or you have something hit you, okay, you have a, you have something traumatic hit you. And the first thing that goes through your mind is, what am I going to do? What can I do? And you feel like you're at a loss and you feel like surrendering, you feel like giving up, you feel like, oh shit, you know, I'm, I'm fucked, you know, th that kind of mentality. Where do you think that's coming from? Where do you think that is, you know, the normal response mechanism would be, how do I fix this? Not what, what am I going to do? See, there's a difference. You're saying the same thing essentially, but one is directing you to find a solution and the other one is, is direct not to, not just to give up, to surrender. This is your lot in life. This is what you are meant to be. This is your, this was your karma. This is your, whatever bullshit uh, terminology they use today. Where do you think this is all happening? Where do you think this is coming from? Where do you think, how do you think this is, why do you think this is going on? Uh, a lot of the negative thoughts that are coming into are coming in from an external source, yeah. And a lot of it's coming from programming. Okay, you've been programmed to think in a certain way. Okay, I was explaining in the last show, when somebody converts to God, they all, you know, in whatever form of conversion you go through, okay, believing in Jesus and following Christ, what happens is now you, go, you have to go through a process of shaking off the operating systems and the programs that you have been embedded with up until that point. And when you start, when you start <clears throat> peeling away these uh, tethers that have con contained you and have been programming you, you begin to realize how much of what you're thinking isn't your thoughts. How many times have you been sitting somewhere doing something, not having really any thought at all in your head on anything, and all of a sudden a weird thought comes in, uh, anxiety thought pops in, a uh, fear thought pops in, a violent thought pops in, a sexual thought pops in, a threatening thought pops in. Where does that come from? Especially if you haven't been thinking in the terms. Where that where is that coming from? Is that coming from your subconscious? If so, if so, what's activated that? What stimulated that thinking? See, these are questions that everyone needs to sit there and ask. Okay, where did that come from? I'll be sitting here minding my own business and not thinking about anything except doing my research. Also, I have a sexual thought popping in my head. I think, okay, I wasn't thinking about sex. What happened here? How did that get there? Or I'll be thinking about some other or some kind of trauma that I've gone through in life will may rise to the surface, which again, I'm not thinking about. Okay, a lot of us have gone through trauma. That's why everybody's gone through some form of trauma. And again, a lot of times you're not dwelling on that trauma, but all of a sudden it surfaces to the surface. Why did that happen? 
Think about that. Why is that happening? Why did that thought pop up out of nowhere? And at that time, and at whatever time you're dealing with. Mm. See, these are questions. Uh, yeah, these are questions that you should be, again, realizing that this is going on on an unconscious level. You you get you're not fully realizing that you've been hit with a frequency, and that frequency is now looking for information on you to deep de, uh, to stimulate whatever it can to bring out whatever it can so that it can further control you so when someone commits an evil act you think it's down to mind control it could be there are some people you have to understand as well that aspect of what you just asked is very likely today more than anything but you also have to remember that in the western hemisphere we the mind fuck that's been going on for the last 60 years has turned a lot of people into hard hard ass uh violent people <clears throat> they've been made to think in in on the level of an animal so a lot of times they're acting in a predatory way because this is how they've been programmed Again, it boils down to choice too, but a lot of times people don't even realize this is going on. And this has been going on for quite some time. Look at your, just look at your television. Look at the shit you're watching on television. How much of what you're watching on television today has to do with some form of violence? How many things you're watching on television today has to do with some form of survival? How many things you're watching today on television has to do with some kind of sex today? Not today, it's going into this whole gay sex bullshit. But how much that has been, again, perpetrated? Think about that. How much, how much has what you've been watching has impacted the way you think, feel, or uh, even rationalize? Um, uh, I got the recording. You're talking about um, you're talking about the test that we uh, that I did the other day. Is that what you're talking about, Alan? Yeah, I recorded it. Um, so um, that's a very good point. I have also thought the same thing. All these heinous acts of uh, parents murdering their children or stepchildren. I just used to think they were mentally disturbed, but now I think it's demonic influence of MPL. Yeah, definitely. Um, a lot of that's going on. What parent kills their own child? Seriously, if anybody was to touch my son and daughter when they were children, I had to rip their heart out. You know, uh, not my children, but whoever would assault them. Today, the parents are committing these heinous acts. This is a form of Baal worship or Moloch worship or whatever deity of the day was to sacrifice your children this way. Um, so, yeah, it, 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 um, a lot of that is again influenced by can be influenced by this technology, but a lot of it also can be influenced by the fact that these people have been have been programmed. You know, all their lives, you know, the things that they've been seeing, the things they've been exposed to, you know, abortion is murder, many parents killing their children. Yeah, but it's not I think what he's referring to is people actually sacrificing their kids like their kids are grow are grown they're not in the womb kind of thing and they're shoot killing them they're stabbing them they're shooting whatever you know uh they have a thought in their head that this is some sort of demon spawned whatever and to kill it 
How many times have you seen people saying that they don't know how they got where they got if they did, they, and they, or that they were walking, they were in a dream state, and they thought they were playing an arcade, and they wiped out God knows how many people. See, I'm trying to get this perspective across that a lot of things that are going on today has been an accumulation of things that have been planned a long time ago. And we're being hit in areas today that we never thought could, we would ever have to deal with. You know, we always thought if we're in our homes, if we're in our houses, we're safe. And what do people do when they're in their houses, when they're feeling alone? They turn on the radio. They turn on the television. They're listening to whatever tune they're listening to. And the tunes that have a certain attenuation of frequencies, people will start to sing those songs. But in those songs... Those frequencies have messages and programs in them that, again, you don't think and realize. I don't listen to music. Once in a while, I'll turn something on and I'll play it, and I realize for weeks I'll have that tune in my head, so I try to avoid it, you know. Uh, uh, so, I, but again, that's how, what works for me. I prefer quiet anyway, so I can think and focus and do whatever I need to do. But even in that state of quiet, I'll have things going in through my head, again, to distract me from whatever I'm doing or to cause me to be become neutralized in what I'm doing. So, again, this, and this is going on with everybody, not just me, but everybody. Anybody who's speaking out the most against all this bullshit gets, gets hit harder. But everybody will be, de everyone deals with this. Everybody deals with this. So it's not like, and again, this is, this is more pronounced than you realize. You know, this is more pronounced than you, you realize. And me talking about this will hopefully get you to start looking around you and just observing people's behavior, people's conversations. How many times have you gotten involved in a conversation with somebody and was absolutely nothing about the conversation that warranted that much time or intensity in the discussion? It was just just basically empty, you know, it, but it kicked in. It just kicked in. So again, I'm going to play something today. Uh, it's called uh, Techno Torture. I was listening to this guy, and I thought, well, he had a lot there. Um, uh, in regarding to explaining a lot of things on the technological side, uh, I agree, many of these, those who commit Violent acts are influenced by video games, movies, and definitely some form of mind control. Yeah, and that's all mind control. We're listening to so much shit now in regarding what's going on on the planet. You know, we just had another three, three uh, petrol plants in Mexico catch fire. And someone had a map where, and they li listed on the map all the places in the United States right now that have been assaulted with some kind of terrorist attack terrorist attack. These are the same terrorist tactics that the CIA has done overseas. Now it's all being done in America. Why is it being done in America? Because they're trying to weaken its infrastructure. They're trying to weaken the people. They're trying to get the people to comply to their bullshit. What did Biden just do last week? He surrendered America's autonomy to the UN or the WHO. So when the WHO and the next pandemic, another one's coming, we know that's going to happen. Uh, when the next pandemic comes, the governments are going to now take 
take the position of power to enforce whatever the WHO says. And the only thing that's going to stop this is an, is an overall revolution in every country to overthrow every government that, that follows that agenda. That's the only way it's going to stop. And again, so many people have already uh, surrendered their will to the government that that's going to be a very hard thing to get going. And most people today, you can literally shit in their hand and they will still comply. That's how bad they have broken people down. Yeah. Um, so when we're looking at a lot of the, um, the things that are transpiring to get us dependent on uh, a techno currency or digital currency, uh, like I said, Sweden or Switzerland is trying to keep cash. We'll see how that goes. If they can maintain their cash, <clears throat> then that gives everybody the choice or option to do the same thing. Now, whether Canadians will fight for that, I have no idea. I don't have a whole lot of uh, stock in Canadians, to be honest with you. The five, the, the two to five percent that are um, willing to fight, the rest of them have become so so decadent and so apathetic that they'll just go along just for the sake of going along. It's easier. Why fight it? Just go with the flow. That's the mentality of most of the people in this country. Uh, the TV itself is a weapon, television, television, remote channels to the program they are telling us they are programming. Yep. So, yep. And that's only a small aspect of it. Even what you're watching, what you're seeing, Okay, on the television and the way the shows are being produced today, they're using 7G technology that they're transmitting through the television, which can affect you emotionally, which for the most most part does affect you emotionally. So, uh, and again, a lot of that is based on your, your programming, and a lot of it's based on the technology that you also have inside of you. Uh, again, amplifying these frequencies that they're prom uh, uh, promoting or projecting through the television. It, you know, it's like you have a, it's like you're having a step-up transformer, right? So you got six volts going down the line, but but it'll step it up to a hundred volts when it comes out the other end. But it's the same thing. The TV will transmit a frequency at a certain rate, but when it hits your body, or when you go through your visual cortex and it hits your brain, the technology that you already have inside you will take that frequency and magnify it tenfold, twentyfold, or a hundredfold. You may not see a visual, but you'll have a reaction inside the system uh, through uh, genetic and chemical um, impact on the, on the brain. So we are, like I said, we're in this, in this wonderful war, and this war has been waged against mankind. You know, uh, it's an unfortunate thing. I want to read something here for you guys. It's um, it's the um, the thing I just mentioned here. Where where did I go? Uh, the common enemy of of humanity is man. The first global revolution. I'm going to read this to you. This was uh, I found this on um, on the uh, archives, and uh, this is page 115. So a second impediment to govern governance is caused by the increasing size and inertia of large bureaucracies. 
their tentacles around the centers of power and slow down or paralyze both decision-making and implementation. That's the United States. That's why they got to bring it down. It's got too many bureaucrats, too many, too many different, um, mm. too much uh, red tape to deal with. And so um, mm. in order to simplify its takeover, you have to reduce the government. And so by doing so, it makes it easier to conquer another country. The more bureaucracy it has, the harder it is to get anything done. Uh, <clears throat> the Yet another difficulty arises in, from the importance of the economy within the administration and its sectoral structures. If the different power centers do not learn to cooperate instead of insisting on acting on, in ignorance or in opposition to one another, and that's what they're trying to do in the globe right now. They're trying to get everybody to cooperate. As a matter of fact, Klaus's last speech was to get everybody on board in cooperating. He wasn't. He wasn't. He was afraid in going to a cooperative that they will lose the opportunity to bring in this new world order, <clears throat> and he emphasized the concept of cooperation. Because you got to remember, every country has its own ideology. Turkey was not going along with America. They're part of NATO. They were trying to block Switzerland or Sweden's uh, integration into NATO. They were against it. They were against this war with the Ukraine. They were trying to work out a, some kind of peace arrangement with Russia. What happened? They rattled their cage. They're still suffering from the from tremors from the impact that they gave them a week ago or so. They could still be barraging them with their naval fleet. <clears throat> so they uh, they're going to get cooperation one way or another. You know, through force or coercion. That's the name of the game, and that's what's been going on forever. And now. Every country that seems to have a a, um, a a an antagonistic view of the of the the main flow of the ideas are going to be forced to comply. That's what we're seeing. As far as having a choice in the matter, that doesn't seem to have. There is no choice. Just power. Okay, power and and force. Um, says. Uh, Ignorance and opposition to one another, the resulting administrative sluggishness can provoke delays that can lead to inefficiency, a wrong decision, and confrontation. So, for, so far, governance has operated by treating problems separately and in a vertical mode. Today, the interactions between problems are so such that no single issue can even be approached to say nothing uh, uh, resolved outside the framework of the prob uh, problematic. This in turn demands leaders of a new kind capable of treating problems both horizontally and, and vertically in a world as emerging decisions making can no longer be the monopoly of governments and their departments working in yes, a vacuum. There's no, uh, there is a need to bring many partners into the process, business and industry, re research institutions, science, NGOs, private organizations, that the wildest available experience skill is um, available. And 
Of course, an enlightened public support aware of the new needs and of the possible consequences would be essential. And that's been the propagation of this whole concept of we can't, you know, we're running out of resources. The planet cannot survive. We got to do something. We got to change the way we do things. We got to save the planet. We got to save the planet. The planet will be here long, long before, long after we're all gone. The planet will be here. You know, we may not be, but the, the planet will be. But this is the propagation to create a sense of, of drama, fear, um, um, restricted time. We only got so much time to save the planet. We better hurry up and get it done or we're going to all die. We're going to be dead by 2050. We're going to die by 2099. We're going to be dead. We're, we're going to be dead by the year 3000. We got to do something now. The, the sun is doing stuff to us in the sky and we're having, you know, global warming and we're having global cooling and we're having global, you know, it's global. We got to do something. We got to, ah, you know, and it's a matter of terrorizing people into acting in accordance to their agenda. That is that is a cult mentality. That's how you make people believe in a cult. Through terror, fear, insecurity, uh, irrationality. People have forgotten to think. As long as we are in this matrix uh, mindfuck, as long as we're in this matrix uh, program are depending on the system to survive. It will continue to perpetuate this kind of terror and fear. When you break away from it, which is the one thing they don't want, they don't want anybody independent in thought or independent in action. Because even one person threatens the, this fragile, fragile ideology that really has no foundation. In the present vacuous situation, lack of identification of people with the process of society is expressed as indifference, skepticism, or outright rejection of government and political parties seen as having little control over the problem of our times. At, these attitudes are indicated by the decreasing rate of participation in elections. People are waking up and realizing that your vote means nothing because the politician doesn't have a clue of reality. And the real power in any government today, in any country, I don't care if it's Russia, China, the United States, France, Germany, India, the UK, Australia, New Zealand, South Africa, Northern Africa, Central Africa, South America, the biggest, the real power today, the real authority today is not government. They manage a country. They don't control it. The real power in any government, in any institution on the planet today are your corporations and your banks and the billionaires that own the banks and the corporations. That's the real power. Whoever gets into an elected office is not elected but selected. Whoever gets in there is selected because they're not going to rock the boat. They're going to follow the agenda. They're going to take their orders and they're going to give the people a crumb and they'll take the stake. They'll give you this to take more. That's how it works. The common enemy of humanity is man. In searching for a new enemy to unite us, we came up with the idea that pollution, the threat of global warming, water shortages, famine, and the like would fit the bill. In their totality and their interactions, these 
phenomena do constitute a common threat which demands the solidarity of all people. But in the designating them as an enemy, we, fo we fall into the trap about which we have already warned, namely mistaking, mistaking symptoms for causes. All these dangers are caused by human intervention and it's only through changed attitudes and behavior that they can be overcome. The real enemy then is humanity itself. So they're blaming you and they're going to continue to blame everybody for the problems that we have on this planet is not because of us. Um, it's because of what they have done. What they have allowed to exist, what they have allowed us to access, it has nothing to do with us. All these people saying save the planet are flying around in private jets living big. Yeah, that's what I mean. The con the the con um the contrariness of what is being propagated and what they're doing about it. I said this is the other show. They said you're gonna have nothing and be happy. Well, all right. That's all the billionaires of the planet. Give away all their money. Instead of Bill Gates buying all the land that has an underground well in it and it has all the water table, how about he gives up that land to all the farmers? I mean, he, I mean, he'll be happy, won't he? He just bought a brewery, Heineken. Now, you know there's an agenda there. Maybe they're going to put some sort of genetically engineered grain, which they're already using anyway. But... Imagine putting technology in the, into the beer on a nanoscale. Every bottle of beer has some kind of tech to it. So when you drink it, it can go right to the brain and start affecting the way you think. Keeping you in a state of stupid. Or maybe uh, overload the body with even more estrogen than what the beer is already doing. But these guys are telling me that if I'm nothing, I am going to be happy. How about Bill Gates? Klaus Schwab, Justin Trudeau, he's worth 300 million bucks. Biden, who knows how much he's worth. All the parliamentarians, all the politicians, president of General Motors, president of Chrysler, president of, of Ford, board of directors, all these billionaires and millionaires out there. How about they lead the charge? If they believe their socialistic totalitarian system is going to be so wonderful and so magnificent that by giving up everything, by taking everything away from everybody, everybody's going to be happier. Well, show us. Lead the charge. Can you imagine the head of the Arab Emirates and the head of the, uh, the Arab oil continuum over there decides he's going to give away his billions of dollars? We're going to give them away? You know, how about the billionaires in Israel? You think they're going to give everything away? The ones that control the media and control the banking system. Think they're going to give everything away? How about, like I said, all the heads of all these corporations and these companies are making millions and millions and billions of dollars. You think, you think Amazon is going to give away all its wealth? How about eBay? How about Banggood? How about AliExpress? You think they are going to give away all their wealth and be happy? The reason why they're billionaires today because they, <clears throat> they started off poor, had nothing, and were very uh, unhappy. Now they own everything <clears throat> or own whatever they want.
you know, um, well, it's you got to remember, there's a lot of people that <clears throat> think Heineken's a great beer, but I believe it's probably something to do with the technology that they have and how they're uh, making the beer. And again, maybe weaponizing that technology. That's how I think, you know. I don't believe they're buying things just for the sake of buying them. And again, who knows what uh, they're going, how they're going to weaponize that that little deal? You know, it um, the whole the whole thing again is form of mind control. We're all going to live in this utopian society where everything's going to be taken care of for you. Uh, yeah. So I've never seen that to be the case or the truth that whenever we get looked after and taken care of, that any good has come from it. Look at the natives on the reserves, no matter what part of the world you live in. Look how they're treated in that utopia. They've got their own land. They've got their own autonomy to some level. And look at the violence and the crime and the negative impact that are going on in these reservations today. That's because government intervention. Bill Gates is also coming out with fake eggs. Yeah, that's... <laughs> it's not the only thing fake that Bill Gates has come up with. You know what I mean? It's not the only fake that Klaus Schwab has come up with. This idea and this perception that he's talking about. It's so fake. There's It's hollow. No foundation to it whatsoever. Any global leader that goes along with this stupidity is once they are they are um, utilized to bring in the system, the system will no longer need them. They need them now because these people have m money and affluence. But once that's in place, they're done. Did anyone ask Klaus Schwab and all his pals to help us? Well, you can't even get near Klaus Schwab. That's all. That's all controlled control theater. When you see him getting up there and talking and doing presentations, that's all controlled theater. That's all bullshit, all of it. But again, to the common guy listening to this guy and watching this guy, they think this guy is some sort of superhero. He's a super dud. But uh, again, uh, so, uh, so like I said, when we're looking at a lot of this stuff today, like I said, the majority of it's just horseshit. And again, anybody that's willing to surrender this kind of thing to the, to this ideology, um, it would be good in a way, and I don't mean this in a harsh way, but some of these people who actually went along with this had their eyes open, just like it happens when you get into a cult, and then come out of this. You know, and actually talk about the whole experience and what it's really all about. You know, what you got that little 16-year-old Thornburg or whatever her name is running around trying to save the environment. How many millions has she made doing this bullshit? You know, total horseshit, most of it. I uh, heard Bill Gates was executed a few years ago. Oh, we see as a clone. 
Yeah, I've heard that too. And I've also heard um, his wife was a guy and he was a she. I've heard that as well. So, I mean, who knows for sure. But you know what? That's really of no consequence. It's what's going on today and what they're influencing today. That's the, um, that's the thing everybody needs to pay attention on. You know, you think that Klaus Schwab and Bill Gates are actually demonically possessed and not even human? I wouldn't even say possessed. I would probably say that they're living in a in a shell. You know, uh, I my thinking on the global situation right now. Most of the global leaders today have been replaced by demons, and all this technology that we have that are being brought in. This is all fallen angel technology. All this tech shit, mind control, uh, possessing people through technology, possessing people through um, some form of mass hypnosis, um, you know, the artificial intelligence that they're bringing in here. That's just, a, again, a, um, a um, conduit to control everybody. I don't think any of it. I think all of it is just bullshit. Even these computers we're using, these computers are far more advanced and far more ahead than we should we should have had already. And the only reason why, yeah, Greta, that that dipshit. Um, the the only reason why we had this technology it wasn't because it was for our benefit. It was sort of to to um, entice us to become again part of a program. You know, um, yeah, that's what I mean. She's another uh, Greta Thorn Thorn Thornburg or whatever the hell her name is. A dipshit. Just call her dipshit. That's what she is, a dipshit. You know, the, <clears throat> oh, it's again, all being propagated. You know, being paid for by the highest dollar that your taxes can, can provide. She's probably, like I said, probably a billionaire as well. Like I said, majority of the stuff that we're listening to today is just bunk. When when Bill Gates says, well, he's part of the solution, well, being part of the solution means to lead by example. You know, but like I said, ask them, well, you know, Klaus Schwab says we'll all be happy if we have nothing, right? Well, when are you going to start? When are you going to give away all your billions? You know, all that land you bought, the 277,000 acres of land, how about giving them all to the farmers? So that they can grow real food, non-GMO and, you know, whatever. We got enough water underground to supply all the water we need. We're not shipping it over to China or, or India or some other place. You know what I mean? Uh, I did not know that Greta, uh, the climate witch, was a Soros. Uh, but that's all makes sense. Well, Soros was another madman. Somebody sent me a speech that he was reading from and he couldn't read it. <laughs> I don't think the guy knew how to read. But anyway, like I said, it's, um, well, she is a dipshit. She came over to Canada and, said, and tried to criticize Canada. And yet, you know, uh, her country was producing way more pollution than we were. But again, it was because, because we got a lot of dumb fucking Canadians here. I got to say, a lot of dumb fucking Canadians. They're so stupid. You know, they fall for this shit. They think they're doing something by protesting and we're going to save the planet by a protest. We're not going to save the planet. Planet can take care of itself. You know, I'm sure God in his infinite wisdom has given the planet the means and, and ends to look after itself. It's the dumbasses like these people that walk around thinking they're hippies and wearing peace signs and all that. Like They think they're going to make a change. 
you know, and these are the same people that are in a high middle class income. And they drive around their Mercedes and their Porsches and they think they're doing something to save the environment. It's a joke. It's a total joke. <clears throat> they're driving around in electric cars thinking they're going to save the planet by driving an electric car. Again, it's a joke. It's a horrific joke, you know. Uh, in the big picture, spiritual war, like God versus devil, good, good versus evil. Exactly. Um, the planet doesn't need saving. It's people that, yeah, and I agree with you. We need to get our heads out of our asses and we need to see what's really going on here. And we need to act based on, on that reality, not some myth, mythos or some uh, hologram that they're projecting here, just matrix. It, that's it's such bullshit, all of it. Mm. The reason why nobody can get ahead in this life is because we're living a lie. You ever notice that? You get to a certain level of success and all of a sudden it's destroyed. And when you go to start over thinking that you know what you got to do, you know, you've already had a game plan. You know, you can never seem to get back to that status. That's because the whole thing is a lie. Everything's based on the falsehood. That's why you can never get, get ahead in this game. The inversion of this planet and those that are in charge, these billionaires and corporations and banks, these are the ones that are keeping everything in an inverted state. That's why you can't get ahead. That's why nothing works. Uh, it's all a lie. It's all bullshit, all of it. So, like I said, we got a lot of dumb effing Canadians. You know, that's the problem. They've been, they've been so programmed to follow this agenda that they don't realize they're walking into a light. Most of this new age bullshit that's out there was all brought in by MKUltra to, again, keep people in a state of an illusionary state so that they all they see is the, the, the hologram or the, um, the um, mirage thinking that what they're seeing is a reality. And in fact, it's, it's again, all you got to do is ask certain questions like, well, if we're going to have nothing and everyone thinks that's a great idea, we're going to all have nothing and be happy. Woo, we're just going to smoke dope all day and lie around. <laughs> Who thinks like that? Dumb people. Who thinks like that? People that are unmotivated or, or have no get up and go. That want somebody to take care of them. They don't realize that that ever happens and they find that you have absolutely no use in that realm of reality or that realm of an illusion that they no longer need you because they've already subjugated you to believe in the illusion. The next step for you will be into some recycling bin to recycle your protein. They don't need you. What do they need you for? Why, did, why would they even keep you around? All you are is a an encumbrance. So you'll, I mean, like I said, the whole idea that we we're going to live in some sort of utopian uh, reality—that's such bullshit. You know, again, it's a means of disarming people so that they won't fight. That's what that's all about. Keep everybody stupid. Keep everybody on. Keep everybody in this in this uh, uh, illusion. We're going to have some utopia. Some, you know, Im imagined uh, haven. Oh, bullshit. Greta, she was invited to remove or, or renowned German uh, skipper Boris Herman 
and by Pierre, somebody, the son of Monaco's Princess Caroline, uh, represented a new BMW Roadster model uh, that car maker unveiled in May. The yacht was uh, his owned by German property tycoon who bought it from Swiss French finance group. <laughs> but she wants to save the environment. She does, you know, it's okay for have a, a life of luxury. See, this is what I mean. All these guys that are out there today projecting and propagating some global agenda. Gore. Remember Gore? Global war all gonna die oh the sun is just gonna cook the planet body we need to change what we're doing and what did he do he invested in all those cfl lights and got everybody switched from incandescent to cfl because the cfl puts out the wrong frequency and opens you up for more mind control the incandescent lies more closer to the frequency of the sun those are what should be shining on you i'm glad you brought up that brought that up i know a gentleman that has the gift of gab and he's constantly telling me that God and Satan are the same thing. I don't believe him, but he is really adamant in, in communicating that to people. How would you respond to that? Well, do what the Bible says. Answer a fool according to his folly, lest he be wise in his own eyes. And answer a fool not according to his folly, lest he be wise in his own eyes. Why give him the time of the day? If he's that fucking stupid, you know, sucks to be him. There are times you need to you can you need to engage people, and there are times not to. There are times you don't throw your pearls before swine, and there are times you try to reach out. If he's that adamant about uh, what he's saying that God and Satan are the same thing, then let him have his belief. When he hits the wall, then he's he'll listen. But he's not going to listen to you. He's not going to uh, hear anything you've got to say. You know, his ideology, again, it's just him hiding. Hiding from the fact that he knows he's being irresponsible and reckless with his life. And this way, he neutralizes any any uh, commitment to change. He's not willing to change, so why bother? Uh, <clears throat> let's see here. Satan has get, was given the dom uh, dom domain of the earth. Okay. If Satan was given the domain of the earth, who gave him the who gave him that domain? God did. So, uh, yeah, there are times. Seriously, I don't engage people because I, I find if they're that stupid, you know what? Keep banging their against keep banging their head against the wall. Sooner or later, the pain's going to respond. <laughs> Sometimes it takes longer than others, but you know, nonetheless, that's that's what you got to do. You know. <clears throat> If they're not willing to listen, then why, why waste your energy? You know, it's just like us. For three years, we've been trying to tell people not to take the jabs, not to perpetuate this agenda, not to do these things because it's not for our benefit or our own good. Even the political structure is a, is a ripoff and it's a bunch of bullshit. Yet people will still wear their mask. They tell them they got to take another shot on each cheek of their ass and one in their eyeball. They'll do that too. So those people you're never going to reach. And why, you know, offer the assistance, but if they're not willing to listen to it, then walk away. At this point, why, uh, why would God do that? God can do whatever he wants. 
<laughs> if he can hang the sun in the center of the universe and make all the planets and do all these things just by speaking the word, he can do whatever he wants, right? Um, but I do believe it's part of the same concept when God had the the uh, heavenly bodies in, in heaven, sons of God uh, uh, appeared before God, and then Satan came as well. And God was the one that issued the challenge to Satan, not the other way around. God said, see my servant Job, how he honors and worships me. And the devil, in his arrogance, said, yeah, of course he worships you. You look what you... You, you put a protective hedge around him. You, you made him wealthy. No wonder he's going to worship you. you. Look what you've given him. And so he says, all right, take it all away. Just don't hurt him. So within that week or month, everything went wrong for Job. He lost his property. He lost his wealth. lost family. He lost everything. And his attitude was, the Lord gives, the Lord take it away. Second time they had a meeting in the heavens, God said to the look, he made me move my hand against Job, and he's still believing in me. He says, oh, then the Satan came back and says, oh, skin for skin, all, all a man will have, he'll, uh, for, uh, he'll give for his skin. He says, all right, touch him, but don't kill him. And in the end, Job was faithful. But I do believe God uses the devil to filter out the shit that's in us so that we become more purified for God. That's my thinking on it anyway. So when we're looking at that, I think that's why he's here. Basically, to uh, what doesn't kill us makes us stronger. And then where we're, where we're weak, we work at becoming strong. Um, you know, um, hey, Tony, could a Bill C-18 effect podcast like yours? Um I think Bill C-51 can. I'm not sure about C-18. Uh, C I'd have to look at it again. The fall of Adam and Eve gave rise to evil. Uh, uh, so like I said, I think when we're looking at a lot of the things in the Bible, um, today more than ever, I can see clarity about certain scriptural references in the Bible because it ties to our times. And a lot of things that was going on back then is still going on today. Every reset seems like we wind up doing the same shit over and over and over and over again. So there's a part of my my system, my soul or my spirit feels exasperated because the cycle continues to repeat itself. Uh, anyway, I want to play something. So we're getting into the time thing here. And or is it in the other one? Give me a second. And um, I um, oh shit, where'd it go? <clears throat> Okay, I'm going to play this for a little bit just to give you guys an idea of what you're up against so that you start thinking and defending. Okay, so here we go.
hold on. Can you hear? Uh, could, could none of you hear the uh, what was being said? Get back here. I'm all over the place. No, really? You can hear my voice, but you couldn't hear this? Oh, isn't that something? Huh. But you can hear me. Uh, can you hear me now? Okay. You can hear me talk, but you couldn't hear that. That's odd. That is so odd. Hold on a second here. I, uh... Okay, there's that. Okay. <clears throat> All right. I'm not sure why. I just put the microphone next to the speaker and you guys couldn't hear anything. Isn't that interesting? Huh? Now I don't know. Now I don't know what to do. <laughs> Volume's up. Everything's good. I'll have to figure that out. I, that's the first. Because with the other mic, I could put the mic against the speaker and you could hear the, uh, you could hear the, um, the, uh, Whatever I was playing on the on the uh, show, so again I'm looking. This is I find this this is kind of odd. It's scrambled. I couldn't, but I can hear you now. Okay, uh, okay. I have to test this. Uh, okay, that was going to be. Um, that is so odd. I don't know why, huh? I don't know why. That's got me baffled. Okay, I have to try to figure this out. Um, what difference is magnesium orate, citrate, three and eight, and when do you use them? Um, your your orates and citrates are are bound with an acid, so that makes the magnesium more bioavailable, uh, so that your body is able to absorb the magnesium. Because if you just take magnesium oxide, for instance, or magnesium carbonate, it will neutralize the stomach acids in your stomach, so you won't be able to break it down. But when you add the acids to it, it incorporates more acid to the mineral. It allows you for better uptake and absorption. The idea with the threonates and the glycinates and all the rest of them, magnesium itself has a calming effect. By adding a threonate or a glycinate, you're adding a protein with it, which we, we used to call back in the day, back in the 60s and 70s, they were called chelates. So anytime you see a, a mineral that says magnesium chelate, or calcium chelate or potassium chelate, what that's saying is they basically bound the protein with the mineral so that when it gets into the colon, you're able to absorb it. But they are very, very, very poorly absorbed. They don't absorb as good as the acid-bound minerals. So if you are going to um, use a mineral, okay, the, the citrates and orates and other acid-bound minerals also affect where they go. Your citrates and malates will take them into the tissue. Your chlorides and phosphates takes it into the cell. So depending on how, what you're trying to do and where you're trying to get the component to get to. Um, so they may have, that's a possibility. You guys can hear me. You guys can hear me, right? So, um, cause I'm behind. You sound better now and you sound better now, not garbly. Okay. 
why are they targeting you, Tony? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I have none. No idea. What <laughs> uh, I, I don't know why that did that. I have to um, figure that out. Because before I could put a microphone on the thing and record. So I'm trying to, I don't know what, why that did that. Maybe something in the setting. I don't know. Let me try something again. I'm going to play something again. Let me know if you guys can hear it. Um, I want to try one more thing. So when would you need to go into the tissues? Uh, uh, let me see here. Gonna try try this again. Give me one second. Let me know if you can hear it. Okay, so I have to figure out why. Um, it's doing that. I have no idea. This is, like I said, these things sometimes are such a pain in the ass to uh, play with. Um, uh, okay. So nobody got it. Okay. So what I'll try to do, I'll, I'll, I'll test it. So if there's a show I want to record, and maybe I can record it on Audacity and then play it back that way. I have no idea. I'll have to see what, how this might... It's the same mic, same type of mic, too, on top of that. So I have no idea. All righty. Um, so there was another question here. Um, so when would you need them to go into the tissue? Well, I mean, your your muscles all require um, magnesium. So it looks like they've been cracking down on iodine crystals. Do you know where I can find them? If I can make them with Lugo's iodine, thank you. Well, you can make your own iodine crystal. All you need is peroxide and hydrochloric acid and go potassium iodide. And what you do is you mix them together at a, at a, at a oh, I don't know what, 30 grams of the potassium iodide, depending on the solution. And what will happen is it will um, turn it into iodide. And uh, you can make it. So, yeah, you can also try United Nuclear. <clears throat> See if you can find it there. Um, I'm not sure where you're located, but if you're in the United States, try unitednuclear.com. Um, that may help. Uh, they may they still may be selling it at 25-gram increments. So if, if you can only get 25-gram increments, what you do is you cut the formula in half. In other words, you're taking taking uh, <clears throat> 100 grams of potassium iodide and 50 grams of of uh, iodide crystals to make the iodide. So what you do with this, if you get 25 grams, then you use 50 grams of potassium iodide and 500 mils of water rather than a liter, and you'll get the same ratio. So just cut everything in half. Uh, that that should uh, help. <clears throat> uh, so uh, when you're looking at the um, uh, we've got something going on here, okay. The um, that's that's really odd. <laughs> I'm still thinking about that whole thing about recording, uh, uh, not or playing the recording. Okay, let's see here. Um, 
Yeah, anytime you're using any kind of supplement, they'll have different variations of the supplement. And it's all about majority of the time when you're taking a supplement, it's all about uptake and availability and bioavailability. So when you're looking at all these different formulations they have there, some of them are questionable. Just let's just put it that way. The ones you don't want to take by themselves are oxides or carbonates. They're very hard to break down. They're very hard to uh, utilize. So if you do get a carbonate or an oxide, then combine it with some kind of acid. And usually the ratio is um, 70 parts acid, 30 parts uh, mineral. So put them in a blender, blend them together, and then you've got your ratios. So, okay, let me see what else I got here. Okay. Yeah, I want to run and read something else to you, too, about 6G. More and more is coming out about 6G. Um, okay, I want to try something else here. Maybe it was just that one thing, but I want to see. Okay, give me, I'm going to try this. Let me know if this works. What the heck? Let me see what goes on here. Okay, let me know. Okay, you can hear that. All right, let me try that again then. Okay. Oh, that is high. Huh. Um, let me try that again. Can't hear this. Yes, can hear the that, but not clear. All right. Yes, we hear you. Okay. All right, let me... So you, so you, caught, you caught what he was saying, how they're going to restrict the, the wilderness so that people cannot... Again, he's calling humans cannot um, access. Now, think about this for one minute. If nobody can access the wilderness, who's going to live there? See, my thinking is if, if people can't go to the wilderness and something else is going to be there, who's going to be there? Uh, is it going to be the ones that have given up all their billions? Is Bill Gates going to be living there? Silly Billy? Klaus Schwab? You know, Soros? Well, they are part of the Nephilim anyway, aren't they? Aren't they part of, aren't they the descendants of the Nephilim? From what I've been reading and hearing. But imagine that, that they're going to keep the wilderness pristine and free of, of any kind of people contamination. Doesn't that sound a little odd? And doesn't that sound like this is being reserved for some something specific to reside in those areas? Um, they're closing off national parks and 
forcing farmers next to the parks to leave a buffer. Um, theft of the farmer lands plan and plan. Yeah, well, at least they, the farmers in Australia still have their farms. In America and Canada, they're losing their farms. And in Canada, they're going to be they're going to force farmers to lose their farms because they're going to make them go broke. Farmers know how farms function and operate. Governments don't have a clue. There is no guideline how a farm works. It all depends on the market, and that's how farm farmers go with the flow. You know, <clears throat> so uh, they totally, totally are full of shit. Governments don't know. All governments are, like I said, they're just proxies. They manage the environment based on what the billionaires tell them to do. They manage the environment based on what the corporations tell them to do. You know, like I said, and I've said this before, historically, these corporations have done more damage to the environment than everybody combined on the planet. And yet, who's being held responsible for the damage of the planet? People who have had absolutely no say in what goes on. So when we're looking at a lot of this stuff uh, today, okay, let me see if I can play this other thing here. Okay, I got that one to work. All right, let's see if this one will work. Give me one second. Let me know if uh, this works for you. Hold on. Let's see. thousand farms in Ohio. Ninety percent of them are family farms. And it has to be a comparable number in, in Pennsylvania. Um, you have a population center just about 60 miles away. That would be Pittsburgh. And then I've heard of health problems as far away as Kentucky and New Hampshire. And so this is an enormous amount of, of a chemical that's measured in quadrillionths of a gram, as you accurately said. And people need to not kid themselves about how serious this is. And they need to get as far away from that thing that, uh, that you're looking at right now as they can. And I know this is nearly impossible. Um, I'm speaking with residents of East Palestine by Facebook and uh, other other ways. And, and these are ordinary working class people who, you know, might, they might have like two kids and two dogs. And, and, and there's very few people they know who can, uh, who can accommodate them. And so they're living in the middle of all of this. They're refugees. Yes. They, are, they need to be refugees. I mean, I'm very sorry to say this, and I know how horrible it is when it happens in a, in a community, and I, I can tell you even how traumatized students in a college dormitory were. My main project on this was covering dioxin contamination in four dormitories. Okay. The, hopefully you guys got to hear that, but basically this was the, uh, again, um, excess crackling, boarding on... And Alvo, okay. Oh, shit. Maybe these speakers. Okay, hey, stop control burning. A wildfire control method used by in the past. <clears throat> but the greenies know better adding the fuel for uncontrollable. Yeah. <clears throat> They're telling you here, in, in, again, as a result of their incompetence, you know, we're looking at this whole measure of activity that's been going on. This guy was saying that the food supply that, that New York, for instance, was getting was getting from the from Ohio, Pennsylvania, and Kentucky, which have now been contaminated with this fallout. 
when we're looking at this and understanding the full nature of this, if it's hitting New York, where else is this food going? Is it being exported to China? Is it being exported to Europe? Is it being exported to Africa, the Caribbean, Asia, Australia, New Zealand, South Africa, Northern Africa, Mediterranean region, Central, Central America? Is all this food that's been grown in this area that's been contaminated with these contaminants, has this, now, has this poison now been exported throughout the planet? See, this is again another means to an end of creating an, a specific dynamic here in regarding to creating a bit major violation of, of uh, issues. Uh, let me try, I'm going to try one more thing here. Okay, I'm going to try something else here because this one this program was really a good one. Um, Thank you for being here today. This Hold is a real... Hold on. See, boop. I'm going to try this here. See, let me know how this works. Um, this stupid thing. Uh, give me a... Give me a... Give me a feedback. Maybe it's too close. Technology works. But we told them in their language, this is all a lay down your arms. And it worked quite effectively because the technology is unexplainable to the common person who hasn't experienced it yet. Um, and then I felt, I saw in society, a lot of my work being misused on my own population. I'm like, that's exactly what I worked on, the things Craig's experiencing. And this was not supposed to be used on civilians. This was supposed to be a wartime weapon used for interrogation purposes, perhaps, to maybe fatigue the enemy and uh, um, demoralize them, which you can understand the Department of Defense be quite interested in this. Wars without blood. I mean, that's wonderful. Being misused completely. I started my own investigation about 22 years ago. I became a human rights activist against torture, uh, all forms of torture, but mainly this kind of torture that Greg will talk about what's happened to him and people all around the world. Um, this wasn't the way it was supposed to be. And uh, so my agenda since then has been to enlighten people, to educate them. Um, I've gone to the Senate Intelligence Committee, met with 23... Yeah, I'm going to move this up just a bit. Here we go. We, moral people, would not accept it. So after, that's called, that's literally brainwashing. You're de-patterning the brain's cultural uh, background, um, everything it's learned. Then the second half comes in, and that's programming. And then you build up new personalities. The CIA does this for split personality assassins, but it's for splitting personalities. It's also used in 
in a variety of interrogation uh, techniques for high-value targets. Um, so yes, there's a long history of experimenting on the vulnerable people, usually people that would be discredited. Uh, we would feed uh, Down syndrome children radioactive cereal, for example, to see how frequently cancers would arise. Uh, uh, the, the list is numerous with uh, syphilis. We yeah, could syphilis. go into... To, I mean, how, how do you get these people to experiment on? Non-consensual. Okay. Non, well, one, it's non-consensual, yeah. but it's also... Uh, it, no, it's the medical industry itself is such an authority that they can be paid under the table um, by usually the CIA, but in my so, case yeah. it was the Department of Defense. Yeah. And they just say national security, that's the buzzword. In the, in the case of radiation testing, um, during the Cold War, uh, people would go into hospital just for basic surgery, put under anesthetic, come out with burns on their bodies. And that was part of the process of what was done to people non-consensually. You went in there for basic surgery. And they came out with burns on their bodies. And there was an 18-month investigation into it. And there's a wonderful YouTube video where President Clinton stands up in 1995, October 1995, and he basically says on, on behalf of the US government, we need to step up and apologize that this is what we've done to people. So when you look at the history, uh, it, it, it's overwhelming. Plutonium, plutonium injections, syphilis, LSD, um, they injected black women to make them barren. They decided if you were poor or homeless, they could um, inject you with something as a test subject. There are so, so many examples. And I Britain did that because uh, homosexuality was illegal yeah. Yeah. to a World War II hero um, uh, who cracked Hitler's yeah. the enigma. Yeah, the enigma. Is there, is there not a code of ethics for the non-existent? Well, I, I, if I can explain no, my, yeah. my my situation. So I lived in the United States. I moved there in 1983. Knew nothing about this at all. I've been a victim, a targeted, what we call a targeted individual, for at least 30 years. So I believe that I am one of the victims who, at some point after I've had during an operation, have been chipped or implanted. I literally have voices coming into my head 20 hours a day. I, I average about four hours sleep at night time before I'm I'm woken up with very very clear voices. Um, I can delineate between my own thoughts and, as Robert alluded to, uh, the computer. Yeah, in, in, exactly. The computerized nightmares and dreams that come into my head. I'm burned from the top of my head to throughout my body from these transmissions. I can be on a, a plane or on a ship anywhere in the world. I've been up to the North Cape, down to Antarctica four times, and I'm blown off my feet when these people decide to attack me. So I can literally feel a click, as you were talking about, go from one side of my head to the other, the voices come in, um, my head starts to swell up, and it's just a technology that no one wants to know about at the moment. You, you talk to a medical practitioner, and you say, I'm hearing voices. Well, I say, well, you know, you're schizophrenic. Schizophrenia, we'll come to questions in a minute. Schizophrenia happens to people um, their 20s and they have sometimes split personalities, they can't live a normal life, um, 
and it doesn't happen to people in their 30s, 40s, 50s, and 60s. So I go through a daily process now, as do hundreds of thousands of people. I'm a, I'm a board member of a, an organization called ICATOR, I-C-A-T-O-R, based in Belgium. Uh, I'm going to speed this up again. Clearly, this is much larger than that, and it has to be scaled worldwide. Uh, so we were, we were talking about it earlier on through ICATOR. We've established that there's at least around the world a million people who have been either implanted or their brains have been mapped, and they're going through this absolute torture. We know that in China alone, there are 400,000 people who have what I have, the B2K, who are hearing very clear voices and have gone before the Beijing um, court and and demonstrated and said, this is what's going on, this is what you're doing to your own, to your own citizens. Um, yeah, we, we just absolutely overwhelmed it at um, Iquator from people contacting us. And, and Robert, also, you know, through the work that we do on the media, I can't keep up with the number of people who are your voices have samples. And they can throw your family, dead relatives' voices if, if they already have a sample from the past that's been collected. Uh, you know, it reminds me of. Nancy Reagan, who was channeling some dead relatives, uh, that can all be a, another form of manipulation of leaders. Mm -hmm. And so this is very, this, it's a very devastating technology uh, in terms of democracy, religion. Uh, there's no free will. Well, then how does that survive? Um, and even crime and punishment. If you don't know who's mine, is actually manipulating that person into violence or mm. criminal activity, there is no justice because you can't, well, you're linking a body, not the person's mm. autonomy and free will. So it's, it's interesting, there was a chap by the name of Ewan Cameron, and some of the people who are very close to me uh, recognize the connection that I have with James Cameron. I, oh, <laughs> oh, right. right so, right. Uh, not that they're related at all. I used to live with James Cameron, um, the scientist director of Avatar and Terminator. Terminator. Um, and and we, during the time that I was living with him for about four months in Malibu, we went up to um, promote Avatar in Seattle, Washington, and we did a side trip to uh, a company called iLabs. And iLabs looks at the, there's a lot of brain research there, and we saw the transmission of thoughts from a child onto a screen, so the child literally was given the names of animals and the child would project it up onto a screen. So there's some really positive parts to this. Not that I enjoyed watching a child being used for this demonstration, but there's some really positive parts to this where you have people who have Parkinson's now can literally look at a screen. They have uh, very, very thin wires which are put into their brain and they can literally type thoughts uh, an email and have it sent to somebody. So I'm I'm one of the unfortunately the guinea pigs who um, I will not stop. Yeah, and you're the warfare use. I'm the warfare. I'm I'm the and warfare. I, I like yeah. that the civilian scientists yeah. uh, are catching up, and a lot of people don't like Elon Musk, like his Neuralink company. <laughs> but I think that's a necessity to bring awareness, uh, and it's not going to be regulated until the civilians catch up and say, look at what we can do. 
we, we can connect monkey brains to human brains. Now, Duke University, what they're experimenting with is what your voices have samples. And they can throw heat at work, insert a new language, or increase their intelligence, or, uh, you know, people say they'll never get implants. Well, you lose your wallet or, uh, or your medical records. It's all implanted. People are going to do it. And it's in, it's in a variety of languages. So we have a very good friend in the United States who lives just outside Chicago, who is also on panels talking about this, uh, Dr. Len Baer. And he's been diagnosed with this. And the voices which come into his head are all in Russian. In Russian. And they use, they use his family members' voices for the derogatory remarks. And he's been recognized by the US government as, as having this, yeah. which is so fantastic. I want to talk about the acronyms oh, that, sure. that um, we, we talked about earlier. One is Tammy, one is um, Mind, and one is Satan. Okay, and these are all subsystems and evolutions of mind control technologies. But I'm gonna start back even okay. further. There's one called REHIC, uh, and uh, it stands for Remote Hypnotic Inter or Intracerebral Control. And what that means is at a distance, and this is an old CIA technology, at a distance we can control thoughts, behaviors, moods, uh, and the cerebral part obviously uses the highest level form of our identity, our ego, our processing power. Uh, that integrates all the other parts of our brain. Um, and then, uh, and you know, that I think that says it all, but then some of these other acronyms or systems that we develop, mind is magnetically integrated neuron duplicator. So we can actually duplicate virtual neurons into a person. Uh, as well as clone that personality into a supercomputer. I mean, it gets really scientific or science fiction, -y, but it's not. Uh, and it's not a hundred percent fidelity by any means. We're a long ways from that. But a lot of the rich people are investing in this technology because they don't want to die. They, they got a lot of money. They don't want to die. Uh, so it's kind of a silicon. Uh, uh, immortalities when they're, they're going for They won't achieve it because it's impossible to get 100% accuracy of a human mind. Mm. Um, Thank God. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. It's, 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 it's like we have our individual individual souls, you know, um, and I, I get through my, my, my daily torture, not only through my family and the friends who are blind somewhere, um, it's okay. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I know. I know. I'm talking about that. I'm not gonna. Yeah, that's the evil part of it. You know, CIA is quite known for assassinating leaders. I don't like and people. Okay, um, I wanted to play this earlier, yeah, but I was having problems. But now I figured out, figured a way around it. Uh, it must be something from the the page itself, because I always record all this stuff. So. Um, yeah, I mean, they're going to hit you with this mind control shit. <clears throat> Any way they have read you, 
I've said this before in the shows. I mean, I found it in three parts of the brain. The right side is where you've been traumatized. The left side is where you're seduced. And the frontal lobe is where the chaos aspect of the brain. So whatever you've feared, whatever you've been conditioned to accept or have been somewhat subjugated or humiliated or made to fear, that's on the right side. So if they can, if they... They can terrorize you with your own memories. And family members will speak to you. If you've had dreams, for instance, maybe of a dead relative or whatever, that's that projection going through your brain. The left side, you know, movies and music and, you know, love affairs and all that, you know, chocolate and all that stuff, that's the side that they can seduce you with. That's how you get seduced. Through seduction and terrorizing, this is how they manipulate. And the frontal part is you see somebody that you recognize and all of a sudden they become distorted and they start acting uh, uncharacteristically. Again, to create more ter terror and more um, more uh, imbalance, you know, fear. Anyway, I'll, I'll, if I remember, I'll play this on the next show, uh, but it will be in the link. You can listen to it on your own as well. I'm running out of time and I... You know, just the way it worked. Um, so, but you got a little taste of how they're fucking you. This whole thing we're seeing with the WEF and the WHO and this whole terrorizing the environment, this is all part of this. It's all part of the mind control to get the major of the uh, majority of the masses to, to cooperate to bring in this agenda. And anybody who's going to stand against is going to stand against a, a slew of mind-controlled people. Most of these idiots that took these jabs have no idea why they did it, didn't research anything, but they did it because they were, again, misled, lied to, deceived, and manipulated in the head with these frequencies. The Bible says in the last days, even the elect may be deceived. This is how, one of the ways it can be done. I always say at the end of these shows, read your gospel, read what Jesus had to say. I keep driving you toward the gospel because he's the only one that ever came down here and, and left and showed the way out. So that's why I tell you, read the gospels. I always tell you, read the book of Revelations because this is, going, this is talking about the interdimensional war that's going on. Going on right now. And this is all part of this interdimensional war that we're seeing here. Oh, mind control bullshit. So again, read Read, these, read the whole New Testament. Read, understand your covenant. Everything goes. You see that about. So these are people there that are working hard, coming up with solutions. So if you need help from anybody in that group, please support them any way you can. Contact them. If you want to donate, please do so. If you can't donate, don't worry about it. Just share the message. Share the show. Share the show. And again, I thank you all for sharing the show because obviously uh, the numbers are up. So anyway, we are still here by the grace of God. So until the next segment, to your health. Take care and thanks.